Fresh Perspective on Business podcast. I'm Emily. And I'm Laura. We are sisters and business partners. As we also run a recruitment business with a twist together. Wonderful. So, Laws, what can you expect from our show? So much stuff, Em. Advice, tips and wisdom on business and recruitment with some life hacks thrown in for good measure and a lot of laughs. Oh, yeah. We hope you enjoy it. Welcome back, you lucky people. Uh, I'm Laura, back today with my sister, a business partner extraordinaire, Emily Hola. Hello, hello, hello. Feels like ages since we've been in the podcast studio That's together. That's because it is. I don't understand why I'm barely here anymore. I just think time passes by so quickly <laughs> that well I don't know because we've not missed one I know because I know I miss one I've, I've only missed one with Tony so I know that feels like obviously a much longer time but it does feel like I can't remember the last time we had a picture together for the podcast it's 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 a very long time it ago. is very very long time very but long you're here time. now yes I am here now and how are you feeling today on this fine day <laughs> Uh, the honest answer is tired. The fake answer is absolutely fine. <laughs> Yay! Yay! <laughs> We're always bright-eyed and bushy-tailed at 100% energy all the time. Mm, this is what people think, but it's not true. It's not true. Even though we tell people that it's not, but people seem to believe that we're bionic. Well, I know. And, I and you can't that. blame them. We are pretty awesome. Yes, yes. But... Yeah, when we're like when we're not at full capacity, or we might not be quite as positive or um, energetic as normal, people are always really surprised. I'm like, give us a break, I man! Know, yeah, you can't you can't perform like that. We all are the human people. We're not Tigger. <laughs> we don't have access to drugs like that. We just don't. No, I'm not <laughs> sure I want to. Oh, imagine <laughs> that'd be awful. Sleep is already hard enough. Like, imagine being a bouncy person all the time. We are a bit like up and down, aren't we? Mm. We're either high or we're low. That's who we are. Like <laughs> being on a roller coaster with us. There's no middle ground. You're either at the top oh, you're or at the you're at the bottom waiting to go up. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's called something, this disorder. <laughs> but I'm not going to label us. Right. No, we don't like labels. So what episode is this? It's 149. 149. Wow. That is a lot of podcasts, isn't it? It is a lot of podcasts, and I still remember really vividly the first one that we did. Oh, I know. I even remember what we were drinking, what we were wearing. It was a nice day. <laughs> it was sunny, and we used to spend a bit of time at home together then. I felt it like we were in, a, in like a Bedouin tent with all the cushions. <laughs> yeah, to try and soundproof my house. <laughs> I had a big room. I had one big room in my house, and we chose to do it in that big room. We had an April spritz. Oh, yeah. Oh, it was lovely. It was lovely. Now we're too it? professional for our own good. Yeah, there's no April here. We got coffee. Got coffee. I've not even got a coffee. <laughs> I've already had two today. <sighs> Is that your limit? Yeah. Well, no, I can have another one as long as it's not too strong. Oh, you're cutting back. Cutting back, yeah. Well, not not because I want to. Because I have to. to. Why do you have to? Well, it's not even, I've not announced it anywhere yet. But I am actually pregnant Woo! again. Wow. She's having a baby. <laughs> she is. She's having a baby. She is. <laughs> I've literally got headphones on. And usually we're a bit, Laura's a bit quiet on the um, podcast. I've put headphones on, but it sounds so loud. But I don't think it will on the actual recording. It's because it I'm a very high-pitched singer. <laughs> got lots of treble in her voice, you know. I've got a bass, she got the treble. 
Yeah, but I'm 18 weeks. Woo! And I literally feel like I'm about 40. Are you like nearly halfway till your C-section then? Yeah. Oh my I word. I am halfway. No, that's 36. What is halfway? 20 if you 40 weeks, which is what like your men are go to, but most people... Oh most people go word. over for the first. I don't know what it's like for your second, but I'll be delivering at 39 weeks. Can't leave you halfway, that's crazy. Oh, Dawn, it's so... Where does the time go? <laughs> it's not good. Not yeah. good. Right, what is this episode called? <laughs> Are you ready? I'm going, I'm going, I'm going, I'm No. <laughs> I can't find where it is. What do you mean? Okay, oh, I've got it, I've got it. So you start with the title of the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> One, two, three. Cheaper, better, faster, stronger. No, 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 don't kill me. Can only make me stronger. I need you to hurry up now. Cause I can't wait much longer. I know I got to be right now. Cause I can't get much wronger. Man, I've been waiting all night now. That's how long I've been on you. Working cheaper, harder, better, faster, stronger. <laughs> these really goals what's this all about it's about what's it all about fresh what? are you asking what it's all about are you thinking <laughs> i was asking it's about fresh perspective and how we are cheaper, cheaper better faster, faster and stronger oh, we're stronger as well we just wanted to get stronger than our competition so we can beat more when they when they steal from us yes <laughs> steal from us <laughs> And we do hit workouts, which means we're stronger. We are strong. We work out. Yeah, we work out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so I work out. But we've got some feedback recently with it. We don't sell our, like not sell, but as in talk about our why enough, even though we think we do. Um, but obviously we're not doing it enough. So it's like why we do what we do, how much we care. And I guess what you get from working with us. So we thought we'd dedicate this podcast to that. To them. To the what they will benefit from. Yes. Yes. All to about the, you guys. To the good customers out there, or mm -hmm. the potential customers out there. <laughs> so before we go any further, what is it in Spanish, please, for all our Spanish listeners? Episodio numero 149. Nueve. 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 I'd like to be in Spain right now. I've just been in Spain. You have been in Spain. Where have you been in Spain? Spain. Ibiza. Are you not too old to be in Ibiza? No. But someone clearly thought that I was too old. No. And I went to Ushuaia to watch Calvin Harris. Oh, my God. It was so good. And it, and it was absolutely rammed. I don't remember it being that busy last time I went. It was a long time ago to watch Avicii with oh, Emily. yeah, before he died. Rest in peace. Yeah, R.I.P. Still love Levels, one of my favourite songs oh, ever. Yeah. So it was absolutely random, but we got a really good spot near the stage, and it was very jostly. When the music started, it's okay, because everyone's jumping upwards. But I was getting pushed from behind, and I w that made me push someone else in front of me. I'm like, I'm so sorry, it's not my fault. I am being pushed. So I turn around, I'm like, please, will you stop pushing me? She's like, you keep pushing me. I'm like, no, you're behind me. I'm not, I'm pushing this man who's not doing anything I'm wrong. I'm stepping back into you. And she went, oh, you old bitch. <gasps> you don't even belong here. I mean, do you know what? That's really kicking you in the dick, isn't, isn't it? it? I'm just there to have a nice time. But could she not just have a conversation about, you know, about the actual thing rather than just getting dirty immediately? I like, I just think, but obviously it's an issue for her. There's something, I don't know. Maybe, maybe she's scared of getting old. How old was she, do you think? I don't know, about 12. 
Right. No, maybe like 21. <sighs> I mean, the fact that she thinks that already, like, what's wrong? Like, she should be ashamed of herself. Evita. Evita is diverse, isn't it? That's what's really good about it. Like, you can go out in your local town now and it's just covered with really, really young people and that's fine. But obviously, if you go out as like in your 30s, 40s, whatever, you feel old, don't you? You don't really feel like that in Ibiza because it's quite well, no, we're, multicultural. We're in Pride and Bossa and in Ushuaia and our hotel, I would say the major demographic was 30 plus. Right, okay. I didn't really, I think we didn't go to, we went to San Antonio, went to Mambo's, but, but even at Mambo's, really spread, real good spread of ages. Yeah. Um. Obviously, we didn't go to the Strip, but we didn't spend much time in San Antonio because we were busy elsewhere. But I, I did not feel old. Until. I, didn't, I didn't notice many youngsters. Hi was a bit, bit, a bit of a younger crowd. What word are you saying? Hi. H-I-G-H. No, H-I is what used to be space. Oh, my God. They've called it hi. Hi. It's got hi. a little like, hi. thing over the eye, but I don't know what that means. Hi. Hi. Instead of space. Yeah. Wow. Space I mean, is no more. And oh, it's now a new club. Is, that? is it still as big? Yeah, but it, it's totally different. It was a real, like, I was so confused. Yeah, like an eye-opening experience. Yeah, it was just a, this was a totally different club. It, it where space was, but it's all inside. Right. Oh, okay. Very black. Right. Like a bachelor pad. intimidating, the clubs like that. I don't like it. I like it when there's an outside bit. Yeah, me Makes too. Makes me feel and like... There was a bit of an outside bit called, oh, actually called the Secret Garden, but that's for the smoking area. <laughs> Yeah. Not quite the same. And even though most people are on vapes now, you still get the odd fagger, don't you? And it's just not nice if you're not a smoker. But, like, DCs is good because because you've got that nice outdoor bit and it's not just inside. And that's why I like Ushwire so much. Yeah. I like being outside. Yeah. But, yeah, but yeah, I didn't feel like that at all. And, and it really, she really got to me. Mm. And I was thinking about it for a, a good portion of the night. Yeah. Oh, that's so shit. And I hate comments like this. And it's like, how do you dust those comments off? It's because you probably feel like that. You feel like you're approaching 40. You've got this like thing going on of feeling a little bit like, oh, I'm having, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then she has just gone, I'm going to stab you right in yeah. that. Oh, God. And she obviously doesn't punch know in the that. Face. But that's still really shit of it to say. And I'm just like, just deal with the moment. Like, who are you? Oh, what a bitch. Ignore her, though. So I just laughed in her face, uh, turned around and carried on dancing. Yeah. Good for you. Best response. It is the best response. Yeah, I mean, I would like to hit her in the face. I, re I was, I really wanted to. Yeah. Really wanted to. Yeah. But I thought, no, I'm not giving her the satisfaction of knowing that her comments landed with me. Yeah. So, even though they did. Yeah. <sighs> Hopefully she's not listening to this podcast. Yeah, but if you are, You're we'll it. find you and we will kill you. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Laura's told me what you look like and I've drawn a picture. <laughs> yeah. You do not want to mess. With Emily's sketching skills. <laughs> no. And we've sent it around the office and there's pictures everywhere. <laughs> and if it is you, we will find you and we'll we'll capture you and keep you in the fresh office. <laughs> and be mean to you. <laughs> yeah. Lenny will sort you right oh, out. He'll just bark in your face for seven hours and a day. <laughs> <laughs> and he will hurt your ears. <laughs> You will ruin the day. You mess with us. You, the last person that messed with me that Emily drew a sketch of is now in prison. Is he? <laughs> is he? Got, well, yeah, maybe. What's, that? <laughs> What's happened to him? Well, he's been caught for his crimes. Oh, my. Two crimes. Not Very having tax on his vehicle and hitting somebody and running off. Look at this. Mm. Don't mess with us. 
No, because between <laughs> us, we've got skills. We have haven't we? Skills. We've got skills. I, I had a busy weekend. I mean, it wasn't Ibiza. I am now a mother. I mean, I'm not sure when I'll get to Ibiza again. Because even if I went to Ibiza, I'd probably just fall asleep <laughs> straight away. It needs to be when my children are slightly older. Mm. So then I can really appreciate oh, it. And hopefully they're sleeping through. When um, Pete or Tom, whoever gets there first, pops the question, Hendu. Oh, yeah, this would be nice. Mm. Yeah, let's do that. We'll have a UK Hindu um, and a Ibethan Hindu. Yes. And at that point, I mean, I'll probably be 40. <laughs> so <laughs> if someone, if I meet this girl then, <laughs> oh, God, it'll be awful. <laughs> but yeah, I went to a wedding and a baby shower this weekend. Wow. Killed me off. That is a lot in one weekend. Yeah, first wedding that I've been to with Bill's. And it was actually really good. Just she really likes she really likes musicians. <laughs> so what she, do you mean? What does she do? So um, there's, a, there's, a, there's a couple of pictures of her. She just like there was this guy singing and playing the guitar, and he was actually really really good at this wedding on Friday. And she just walks up and just stares at them, and it's like she's literally like hypnotized and she just Aww. loves it and it's dead nice because i'm like none of the other kids were doing that and it's nice that she does that and then later on they add sax player with the dj and um and she again she just found him and just stirred at him and then he was playing to her oh my god so he was like bending down and there was like blow-up saxophones and i've got that next to it and she's just staring at him and it was so lovely i was like oh babe i was like your mum used to play this and she sold it so she could buy jeans. Yeah, sold the saxophone. <laughs> yeah, which is terrible. And now I don't even think I could make it make a noise. But I'm like, oh, how nice is this? So do we think she's going to be a musician? I mean, I hope so. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So then we got the maracas out the other morning. I was like, let's play these little maracas and the cymbal. And she played the bongo tambourine yeah. thing. She has got drums. Yeah, <laughs> the mines for the proper drums. Two, like two little bongos. I think I tried to learn how to play it in COVID. How did that go? Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't learn. <laughs> I just banged them. <laughs> oh, Tommy's such a lucky guy. <laughs> no, yeah, I think this was before Tom. But then he distracted me from the learning. Oh, so it's Tom's fault. Most things are, babe, yeah. Right, okay. Yeah, yeah, they are. But yeah, but my weekend was nice. Definitely not, you know. And then Laura gets back for Ibiza on Monday and I text her and said, do you fancy looking after Billy on Tuesday? Because Billy's got impetigo and nursery is still going to charge me, but they won't let her in, even though she got it from nursery. Oh, interesting. Yeah, she got chicken pots from nursery. Do you know what really upsets me about nursery? Is that when I thought Billy had chicken pox, I kept her off to my detriment, massively to my detriment, because we still, we pay, what, 600 quid a month? Um, but I'm trying to do the right thing. Like oh, she but other people don't. She wasn't ill with it because she's not been ill with the Imtago. It's just obviously not, it's contagious. Um, she's just got it on her legs. It's not like it's actually made her ill. And the same with the chicken pot. She only had a few. But I'm like, but then it, it could give it to another kid and it makes them seriously ill and it could spread. So I keep them off. But I don't understand why other people aren't doing this. And I get they might not have help, but it's not fair on everybody. And I was speaking to well, them. they're just thinking about themselves in that moment. They don't want to try and get all the childcare. They don't want to be off work. They probably don't want to look after their kid. They want to go to work and be among, with adults. Yeah. They're just thinking about themselves, which is wrong. It is wrong. So I'm like, yeah, I do a bit of that. But ultimately, oh my God, this just impacts every other Everyone. person. Yeah. yeah. But um, one of the wags, she they wouldn't like it. No, definitely not. Uh, she sends her kid to nursery in Dubai. And her child is... 
two and a half and has never got ill from nursery in Dubai and other people that she knows in Dubai are the same and do you know why well this is why she thinks they sanitize the nursery like every hour and it's all air conditioned and they're cleaning it and I'm like what and no one gets ill and she's like no one no one gets sent home I've never had letters how about how do they sanitize it literally like spraying stuff they, they go around and spray it so they clear out the rooms like they're all outside and they'll spray the rooms you know like <gasps> like in COVID we could times, open up um, a, a crash that's like this yes and that'll be our USP that you think kids don't get ill kids don't get ill unless you send them in ill which you're not allowed to do. Your kid gets ill somewhere else. You're not allowed to. Maybe you could have like COVID testing, you know, where we're like, we zap oh, you yeah, on entrance. Oh, yeah, let's check temperature. Yeah. And oh, then, yeah. I know, because I'm like, hang on a minute. Like, why? It's, it's ridiculous how ill they get. I mean, Bill's one and a half now. And I'm like, come on. It's not even a hot, like, Dubai is a hot place as well. So germs would breed faster. Yeah. Whereas in England, most of the time it's cold. Most of the time it is cold, yeah. Oh, it's so annoying. But do you know what? We could do that because we could do it in our office underneath the air conditioner. I mean, we can't do it in our office unless we put walls up because it'd be absolutely awful. Um, but we could do it, couldn't we? Fresh crash. Fresh crash, We yeah. do need one. We definitely need one because this pisses me right off. Mm. I'm just sick of it. I don't... Like, it, won't, it, it stopped at one point and now we're just back to the illness. I'm like, ah! Yeah, it is annoying. But yeah, it was uh, interesting being at home when it was like a million degrees trying to catch up on work. And then every now and again, I got a little person bringing me a book to read. And then she turns around and, 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 and like shuffles against it because she wants to sit on my knee. Oh, I know. I'm like, Pete, you need to get better. So Pete's my boyfriend, for those who don't know. You need to get better at reading stories because she's coming to me because I'm clearly the best one. <laughs> and Laura's otherwise engaged, but she also wants all the attention. She doesn't understand that you need to work. And if she does, she's like... She doesn't care. She doesn't care. No. Literally, I don't give a shit. Can you all get your eyes on me? I go to bed at seven. <laughs> <laughs> then you can catch up. <laughs> and then you can catch up on your life. And you have to do a lot in that small <laughs> Well, she's so funny, though. She got the mop out. Oh, loves mopping, yeah. yeah that's yeah. a good sign, I like that about her. She likes to chip in. Yeah, she does, yeah. I mean, it doesn't help at all, uh, the mopping that she does. Oh, she took my eye out with it. Yeah, oh God, yeah. You want to be Lenny, I mean, he's low to the ground. You can imagine what, what abuse he receives from the brush and the mop that's in our kitchen. <laughs> and then what she does is after she's mops, she goes and opens the cupboard doors and, and pulls everything out. But she's like, the floor is clean. <laughs> I was like, one moment, I'm like, where is she? It's quiet. And she was, she'd, she'd pushed open the door to my closet and she was sat with my makeup. I'm like, oh, what are you doing? <gasps> Armed and dangerous. She just got my sponges. Yeah, she so you're safe then. That's all right. She likes sticking her fingers in lipstick, though. She pulled, she pulled one of the sponges apart. Oh. <laughs> well, yeah, I probably need some new ones anyway. So yeah. It's okay. Yeah, it's a good reminder. What is happening a week today, Laura Leyland? Oh, my goodness. It's actually quite terrifying. It's the Freshies <gasps> Charity Awards. <gasps> A week today, a the week 23rd today. of June, we're going to be living it up in Rivington Barn with 350 people. Do you think we can get, so we've only got about, I think, because we don't want 350, do we? Because remember, they, they won't be able to see the stage. Mm. So, so capacity is 350, but that is literally like you're going, because Rivington Barn is like quite an old building, isn't it? It's got a low roof. So you can imagine like the edges of that is where the last spaces would be and some are behind the stage. So we almost don't want to, we don't want to push that, but we've got about, I reckon we've got about 15 tickets left. Yeah, if that. Yeah. And then that would mean there's about, what, three, two, five coming. Oh my God. It's going to be hot. But it's going to be amazing. So we've still got 10 to 15 tickets available. 
which is going to be absolutely mega. We've got loads of amazing prizes. Uh, we're going to dedicate next week's podcast to the fair. So we'll talk to you about it then. But obviously, to get you to spend your money and come and give it to charity and obviously do loads of good stuff for local people, then we've got comedy, we've got a singer, we've got Saxon Bongos, we've got DJ. Me and Lars are going to do the awards. We've got lovely food, we've got dancing, you've got all the freshies there, there's a, there's loads of amazing raffle prizes, there's just loads of good shit going on, isn't there? Oh, it's just going to be amazing, because what always, the feeling of the room when, at the freshies is one of joy, happiness, celebration, support, collaboration, it, it's a real feeling of community oh, spirit. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone is there to support everybody else, give back to charity and just have a great time. And it means that it's just a different feeling to a lot of other awards. Oh, Not that they're bad. No. Like, we really like going to fancy awards dues and entering awards. But we did want the freshies to be different. Um, and, and it really is. But it's down to the, the feeling, I think. Uh, yeah, I totally agree. And it's grown arms and legs, hasn't it? But it will still, you know, next year it will be bigger because last year it's double the size of last year now. So next year, we're gonna you know, feel like we're playing at the MEM when we step on that stage. Oh my god, a hundred percent, yeah. I know, God, and I'm, I'm with a bloody pregnant belly. Great, um, but yeah, it's 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 literally doubled in size each year, and it's our third year. So it's going to be massive, but it's it will never feel like the other awards because we want it to feel different. So, yeah, Laura's right. It is absolutely an amazing night, and people go home raving about it. So. Miss out at your own peril. Well, yeah. Get those 15 tickets, guys. Absolutely. Message Vicky Taylor on LinkedIn. Yes, please do. She'll send you the link to buy. So shall we talk about Fresh and why we're so blooming fantastic? I think we should do, yes. Right, so go. So, <laughs> yes. So we've been told recently, like I said earlier, that we don't talk enough about why we're different, why we're special. Like, who do you think you are? I said, uh, who? Do you think you are? Do you think you are? I said, who? Some, Some kind of superstar. You have got to swing it, shake it, move it, make it. Who do you think you are? Trust in music, lose it. Oh, very good. We were singing Spice Girls last night, coming back from the event we went to. I said, I'll put some music on. And Cheryl said she's singing. And for some reason, she did the whole Spice Girls repertoire. I can totally imagine it. Right, I'm just writing this on the schedule and I don't forget. I was me. like, oh, my favourite song was Who Do You Think You Are? And she's like, just who do you think you are? I'm like, babe, no. It's not Spice Girls. <laughs> that's not that. That's, that's Heather Small in yeah, <laughs> Way off. <laughs> Literally a different era. But yeah, so we wanted to tell you why we are different. And rather than just say we're different, like, how does that benefit you? So we're cheaper, we're better, we're faster. The stronger doesn't really benefit you, but we'll, you know, we'll bash the other recruitment We will go to battle for you. Yeah, we'll get our shield wall up. We will! <laughs> if you've seen Last Kingdom, I love it when they go, Laura's not seen it yet, but I think she knows what a shield wall is now. He goes, shield, wall! And then they all go, hey! <laughs> <laughs> and then they like, you know, 300? And they make yeah, a tiny with, one. with the shield. But yeah. it's massive and goes on forever, and so you can't penetrate it. Right, okay. Because it's strong. And we will do that so that they can't steal your staff. Yes. Mm. If you work with us, and only us, yeah, you'll keep all your staff. You won't actually lose them because we don't send them anywhere else. It's in our contracts, which is wonderful. Obviously, we can't stop them talking to other recruiters, but if, we, if you listen to us and treat them really well, they won't go anywhere. Yes, this is true. Because we help you with retention as well as attraction. Which is 
again, another USP and makes us unique to our competitors because the way, and this isn't to trash our competitors, some of them are absolutely amazing, some of them are not, but you get that in any industry. But most recruitment agencies are focused on filling vacancies because that's how they get paid because the model is a percentage fee. But because we charge for time, we can do with that what you will. So Oof, we can help yeah. you with retention. We can help you with interviews to help your conversion rates. We can help you find and attract talent to grow your team. But it is true growth because we're finding the right people to fill your vacancies, helping you then keep hold of them. So next time you need to recruit, it isn't because you need to replace people that are leaving. It's because you're genuinely growing your business. Yes. Which is a wonderful, isn't it? We genuinely give a shit. Like, we don't actually hire recruiters. We've just hired a recruiter, but she's our peer. She's not even recruiting. Um, and it's great that she knows about the industry, but we're not actually getting her to recruit. But we don't hire recruiters. Not because we think recruiters are bad, because we don't. But it's because we do it so differently. And we're not looking for people who are purely money motivated. Because recruitment shouldn't be about money. It should be about people and, and, and success and doing and helping companies grow and, and do really, really positive things. And then obviously if you do the right thing and you know you put good karma out there, then success will come. And that's what it's like for our team. And that I think that's what makes us massively different. It's not about how much money you can earn in a month. Yeah, because unfortunately, because that's what it's about, a lot of people get into recruitment because of that, and then they're salespeople. Yes, so they're they're selling. They're not they're not necessarily delivering a service. They're just selling you a product, which is a person. Yeah, um, and they're salespeople. It's not about customer service, high quality delivery. It's about the sell, the sale, the money, and you, you, it's not that. That's a bad thing in general terms. But in recruitment, I do think that there has to be an element of the human side of it and about doing things right from the heart and not just because you want to make money. Yeah, because like if you had to list what sales job is just about making money with no ethics, could you find one? No, I don't think so. Mm, I don't know. Estate agents are always put in the same category as recruiters, as undesirables. And I think it's a very similar model because you've got two sets of customers with your yeah. sellers and your buyers. Yeah. Like you've got your candidates and your clients. But when we worked in the last job that where me and Emily were employed, um, this, there was always a bit of a rift between sales and delivery because sales would sell the dream and say that it can be done because they wanted that high ticket sale. They wanted the sale to get over the line. And then they literally shook it over the fence to delivery and wiped the hands of it. Off they go to the next sale. And then delivery are left with this thing that they need to actually implement. And they're like, this actually can't be done. And then they have to go back to the client and explain it and walk it back. The and bad find guys. And, and then they might be able to, to sort it out and find a workaround or a new solution. Or maybe then the client might get annoyed. So in any situation, usually sales and the delivery of what the service, the product, are separate. Um, sales want the sales over the line. They should communicate better with the delivery element, but not all do. Mm. Um, because they're chasing the deal and it's up to the other side of the business to then make sure it happens. But in recruitment, for some reason, the traditional way of doing it is that that salesperson then delivers the work. And it's two, it's two sides of a coin. It's two types of, um, two, I don't know, two different brain types. It's just two completely different people. Yeah. I feel like I'm much better at the sales side of it 
I could do the delivery, but I don't. I prefer the sales, and I'd rather split it, which is how we've done it at Fresh. There is nobody really in the business that fo- own, that just focuses on sales and delivery. Yeah, I think that's a really interesting point. I've never really looked at it like that. So, like, yeah, sales and delivery, whatever it is. And when we talk about delivery, because we used to work for IT, so it was delivering like an implementation of project. But when you look at delivery anywhere else, it's the exact same. It's the sales is the selling of whatever, if it's a product or a service. Delivery is either delivering that service or delivering that product to that person, isn't it? Yeah. So it is, whereas recruitment is, is probably the only ones that do it themselves and they do a combined 360 role, which is sales and delivery. And maybe that's, I don't know, that's like... That's where it's going wrong. That's where it's going wrong, because then they're, they're lone wolves, and they're literally, like, in charge of their own destiny. And they're going to sell you the dream that they can fill a run. They might have five CVs that, that are going to land in your inbox by 5 p.m. today. And you're like, mint, start working on it. And then like, oh, shit, this is actually a bit hard. I'm not going to hit the target for today, so I'm going to work on something else. And you're pissed off. That's another notch in the recruitment world that's negative. But ultimately, they do have to kind of go where the... the the fillable stuff is, whereas we're the opposite. So we are here to to do both, but we've got two sets of people that do that, but those sets of people talk to each other. And then you literally get, if you work with us, a designated recruitment team who will basically work on your vacancy until it's filled, which I don't think happens unless you get an internal recruiter. No. I don't think it does because you're asking the salespeople to be good at customer service and some will be, but you have a sales sales manager and account managers, you usually have two. Yeah. And account managers are more nurturing to customer service and the sales are the, the hunters, they're going out and finding stuff. So asking someone to be all of that is really hard. Yeah, it's a lot, isn't it? It's, it's, it's a lot and that's why a lot of these recruiters who are amazing at what they do have just got a small pool of candidates that they move around. Because it is hard to balance in one day Building Both. up a sales pipeline, bringing in sales, and then delivering the work. It, it is really hard. And, and so then time consuming. That's why, in a lot of situations, quality goes out the window because they haven't got time to spend loads of time with candidates and with you because they've got all these different things to do. And, and it's a shame that they then get tarnished because of that. And it's the way that the model is created. It's almost the way the businesses are set up. It's not always the individual recruitment consultant's fault. No, definitely not. But it does mean that you're getting recycled candidates as well. So you could be receiving a candidate on a speculative basis, or even if it's a, you know, this recruiter is, is someone you work with regularly. But that candidate will have probably been spec'd out to lots of other different places as well. And it's like, for me, that isn't a quality relationship, but ultimately this person's got to hit a target. So if you like working like that, you might do. You might like working at arm's length, you know, I don't really want much investment. Um, and that's fine, but then don't slag off the industry. Whereas if you want an inclusive, much more sort of, um, I guess, like, bolt, like we bolt onto your business and almost become your internal team for a specific project. But that's because we're bothered about finding the right people that are going to stay with you. And I guess it's up to you what you want, but that can feel more invasive. Yeah. Um, it's much more integrated um, and if you want that then amazing and most people do because then when they don't do that they're annoyed that they've not got the right people but you are going inve- to have to invest time into the recruitment process. Yeah, and then if you don't invest time and it goes wrong, you can't just blame no. the recruiters because you've not you've not done what we we are not in your business. We are not you. We need to work with you to find the very best person out there at the moment and secure them for you and make sure they stay. It's a team effort. So if you don't invest time, energy, um, and interest in the project, 
it probably will go wrong, yeah. but it won't just be our fault or the recruiter's fault. Y- you haven't, you've not done your bit. Absolutely not, and it's but it's easy to pass blame, isn't it? But you should look inwards first. Yeah. Uh, one of our very first clients contacted me on Monday. I remember actually the first placement for them because uh, the candidate got the offer when I was in London for Pete's birthday and it must have been about five years ago, five or six years ago now. So I remember them really well and we've worked with them since and so they've got in touch, they need some help and um, he was saying, oh, we were actually looking, started looking and then we got a speculative CV off an agent, an IT recruiter and it looked really good but because it was a speculative CV, they wanted to charge him 30%. And what was the salary? Like 30. God, so this is 9,000 So he's not, and he, and he sent the CV within five minutes of him going live with the job. So he's not gone and looked for it for them. He's already he had just, this person. He just knows this person, doesn't he? And yeah. so he wants nine grand. Nine grand. And they're like, absolutely no way. And so they just walked away. And good for them. It's absolutely well, diabolical, it's a shame isn't on it? The candidate, because the candidate will not know that this this has happened. Yeah. And he's he or she has potentially missed out on a cracking opportunity because of the recruiter. Greedy, greedy, yeah. greediness. Yeah. That's another thing that we do really different. So Laura's mentioned the day rate, and I got a bit of confusion recently. To give you a live example, so. A lady I used to work with years ago messaged me on Facebook, messenger randomly, and was like, oh, do you think you could help us find a QS? And QSs, uh, quantity surveyors in the, cr- cr- in the recruitment, in the construction industry, are typically tough roles. You get a lot of people who've been looking for months. And, uh, and I tried to explain the model, but she did. She just wanted a price, and that's where it really goes wrong. I was like, I can't really give you a price right now because you're not even sending me a job spec. I can give you a ballpark figure, but ultimately I need to research it to see you know, if your role is doable, if you're looking for a unicorn, I'm probably not going to take it on because it's going to take me a really long time to fill it and the team will go mad at me. So I've got to make sure this role is fillable and that, you you know, you're offering market rates and you're a nice company and you've got decent benefits. But I said it probably would be something around this. And then I chased her up and I was like, are you still wanting to, you know, look into working with Fresh? And she's like, well, yeah, but I suppose the director's and it's like, you know, if you don't fill it straight away, we're just going to keep getting charged a day rate, aren't we? And it's just going to keep going up. And I said... No, absolutely not. I did. It's a day rate, as in we look at how long it's going to take us to fill that role. It could be nine days, for example. That's the fixed fee. If it does take us any longer, we absorb that risk, and obviously we keep going. But I say it doesn't. It doesn't go up. That's just how we price it. If you were going to, so you're offering seventy grand for a QS. If I was a recruitment agency, I'd probably charge you about 20 to 25%. Wow. That would be significantly mm. more than what I'm going to charge you. But yeah, they were still bothered about it going up, and I was like. I, I'm so confused by this. And it's just gone really quick. So I just, I just felt a bit like, do you know what? You're not taking any time to get to know us. You've, someone's recommended us well, For you. a reason. For <laughs> a reason. And I'm trying to give you information, but all you're bothered about is price. But imagine in any other industry. So you ring up estate agents. I want a house. Yeah. Um, okay, well, send me the, your requirements. No. No. But I want to know, know how much this house is going to be. They'll be like... Okay, well, how long is a piece of string do you want? How much money have how you got? How many bedrooms? Where do you want it? Yeah, how much yeah. money have you got to spend? No, I just want to know. Or, um, I don't know, in a restaurant, how much is the food? Well, what food do you want? I don't know. Oh, I want to know how much so it is. It's so annoying. It's so weird. It is. And or it, a kitchen. Or a kitchen. I want a kitchen. Well, what do you want? Send me your requirements. No, I want to know how much it is. Okay. It's, it's infuriating. <laughs> and what's more infuriating about that is that we are significantly what? Cheaper. Cheaper. So this person is fixating on price, but because they've not used agencies before, but I'm like, go and speak to an agency then. Go and speak to an agency. They'll be able to give you a price like that because they'll just say 20%, 25%, 30%. And you'll be like, 
Oh, imagine 30%, 7,000, £21,000 for a QS. Oh Do you know God. what? Go and pay that then. And then she'll come back to me. Oh, the agencies are really expensive. We're still looking for this QS. And it's been six months and we needed them yesterday. And then it'll be our fault. And it's like, we need more respect in our industry. What she should have done in that situation, because they, they have a direct need. They have got someone who has left the business. It's going to cause a lot of problems. And all she's bothered about is price. And she doesn't try and understand our model and then poo-poos it and that is what seriously infuriates it is me. annoying because the issue with our sector is that everybody thinks they can do it yeah so people and we get so many people contacted us now saying um well, we've been hiring we've been looking for ourselves and we, and we just can't do it and then we and then we take it on and we fill it yes but but people just assume they can do it themselves. They're trying to save money. And I get why they're trying to save money. Literally everything. I, I get an email a day from a supplier saying the prices are going up. So yeah. I totally understand it. But so try and do it yourself. And if you can't do it yourself, come to Fresh because we are cheaper than. So we're pricing up some technical jobs. Um, one of the very first people I placed in SAP contacted us. She's working for a big company now. And she's, you know, it recommended us. And we're pricing that up. And it is eye watering. The agency fee on the salaries would be 10 and a half grand per person. They need yeah. two. And our price is is half so of again, that. So again, £21,000 they would be spending to secure these yeah. two people with them. And what did we say we'd charge? I think it was just over 10 for yeah. two. Yeah. So it is, and these are these are tough roles, aren't they? Yeah. So it's like you know, for we will it will it will take us a significant amount of days, but we know that we can do it. Um, obviously, if we if we can guarantee sort of flexibility from the client, and and we will then put a team on it, and they'll they'll work on it together collaboratively until it's filled. You can't also guarantee that with the agencies, and then we've got other examples which are good. So we've got another one, a guy who rang in, and um, he was like, I've been working with a bunch of agencies, and I'm still nowhere. I'm literally nowhere. So he's talking about three plus agencies for a fleet administrator role dead flexible like this isn't a really challenging role so again we wouldn't charge that much money because it's not challenging because we work on a day rate so it takes us less amount of time to fill it and he was amazing wasn't it he came on he's lovely and blunt as well so he just says it like it is so it's there's no like, ambiguity it's just dead easy and then um laura i could get to the office so laura went and did the proposal in a meet so we do a proposal as part of our recruitment process so we really show you that we've got to know you we outline what we're going to do and how we're going to fill it and we thought let's go and deliver this in person so laura went wowed him i started off with the process laura finished it she met the people she saw all the place she told him how we were going to do it and he's like yeah we want to and and he's paying significantly less but obviously they pay 50% at the beginning and 50% 30 days after that because it's an investment and it costs us a fortune to recruit so if you invest in us we will invest in oh, you. Oh, there's commitment on all yes. sides. Um, we're incentivised because you've committed to us, you've paid us some money, you're on yep. board, you're, you're bringing loyalty, dedication to the process and we will give you that back tenfold tenfold and like because we charge for time we can use that time how, how you want and we use the time wisely so with the other the traditional agency model they want to do everything really fast and we operate with urgency and pace because because we don't want to lose good candidates for you that's the reason why we operate fast we're not trying to fill things quickly just so we get because we get paid because they only get paid when um a vacancy when is filled, is filled. 
we get a little bit of money at the beginning, which helps us with our ad campaigns, social campaigns, PR, press releases, things like that. So we've got a bit, and we're a bit more chilled. So we, but we use the time that you've paid for to look for candidates. Whereas in the on the more traditional model, it is a fight to the candidates. Everything is done really quickly. Sometimes quality goes out the window, and then if they can't fill the jobs quickly, they turn their attention elsewhere. So we had a client that we've worked with a few times. Um, one of the other members of their team had a relationship with other agencies, which is fine. So they worked with them for three months looking for a software developer. And in the end, all three of the agencies turned around and said it can't be done. And probably because they didn't want to search for the candidates because they're just not applying to adverts. And they, like they the hard roles to fill, yeah, aren't they? And they're hard yeah. roles to fill. They're hard to find. They're hard to engage with. Um, and we filled it in four weeks. Which is mega, isn't it? Because we really look. We use the time that you've paid for. We don't just want to make a quick book. We want to do it well with high quality service. And yeah. we use that time. We, we look everywhere in all, as many places as possible, taking the opportunity to the candidates rather than just waiting and hoping that a superstar will come to us. We go to them. It's a sales and marketing campaign um, to go and find the person. Yeah. It's proactive recruitment, isn't it? We were only um, talking last night to some guys looking for lecturers, and we've never placed lecturers before, so I just said we'd have to look at it and obviously see if it's something that we can help. Is that like when we've used agencies before, they just stick an advert, and I was like, well, what? point did, did recruitment companies stop headhunting like because that was like a big thing wasn't it back in the day that was normal to go out and search for people but obviously it takes longer you've got it you've got to really like upskill and like be good at communication and, and and hunting and that is part of our daily like we did some linkedin training in the office yesterday about headhunting the team are like smashing it at the moment just with a few tweets because it, it can get hard and it can get so destroying when you don't get the results as fast as you usually would do off the job boards but a lot of the, be the best candidates are there so it's a big part of what we do and this is why we end up having look like this like those fleet administrators we've got three final stages so oh, that that's that's well filled because he you was know, those he was so concerned because he had a bad experience with yeah. the agencies who would not filled these vacancies it's absolutely bonkers he's like will you will you not like don't let me down are you, oh, are you sure really? are you sure you can do this and i'm like absolutely 100 percent certain that we can do this and we can do it quick and he's like, right, okay, let's do it then. And, and he's done it. And, and he's done been it. great. He, he, yeah, he's, he paid the first invoice. The second one is probably nowhere near due no, yet because it was of how like fast a week it's, ago. it's been. So it's that's how fast we can do it, and that's how thorough we can still be thorough, but fast, which I think is super important. Because we're better and stronger. Because we're cheaper, better, faster, stronger. Oh, right, do you think we should leave it there? Do you? Mic drop. Mic drop. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Well done. I'm just making noise. Did you hear my mind? Sit on my mouth. No. Yeah, I heard yeah. that. Yeah. Okay, good. I fucking heard that. Okay. Right. So we will see you next week. We'll see you next week. Yeah. In a bit. In a bit. Cheers. Bye. Thanks for listening to a fresh perspective on business podcast. Please make sure you subscribe to us and don't forget to follow us and leave us a five-star rating or review. You can also find us on YouTube, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. God, we are everywhere. And our website address is www.fp-resourcing.co.uk. And that's a wrap. <laughs>